Hey, you man. Yeah, yeah. Hey, you can hear me, right? Yeah, I, I, I was listening to the other one, and it sounded perfect. It sounded good. Yeah, I hooked up a lavalier mic because I noticed my audio was like kind of grainy. I don't know. Does it sound any different now? Better, worse, too low? Sounds, sounds pretty much the same, man, honestly. That's good news. Usually, good. I got this lavalier mic, and it's like really low, really low okay. uh, gain on it or something. All right. But, so we got about 30 seconds. I'm going to grab a charger real quick. Good thinking. I'm freaking out my cat right now. Like, what are you doing with all these cords? All right. Oh, wait. Oh, oh, we're recording right now. <laughs> yeah, I think it lets you edit it, hopefully. So we'll, we'll find oh, out. If, if they don't, then we're going to be like, what the fuck? <laughs> so... Um. All right, so I guess a minute in, let's start. Let's start this thing. Yeah. So if you hear some jingling in the background, that's uh, my cat's my cat's collar. Uh, All right, kitty cat. Likes he likes to bat around the cord that dangles from. I was face. talking to a friend. I was talking to a friend about cats and well, animals and pets in general, and he feels like having pets is kind of like having slaves your household you know i can't disagree with that 100 percent because i've had a similar feeling feeling before um yeah i used to work at you know a local pet shop and you know i was there for about three years and had a blast okay you know it, it, it for being one of my first you know real jobs that was you know, perfect for me. I love animals and I don't mind, you know, getting my hands dirty, taking care of them. I like, you know, helping people find out information. But anyways, after, after working there for so long, I, I just remember thinking like these, you know, like the, like a cat and a dog, they share the home with you, but these other animals, you throw in a little cage and that's it. That's what they get. You know, hopefully someone will take them out on occasion and, you know, play with them. But with, uh, and I think the day that broke me was I was, I was out back and uh, there was a red rat snake on, there was a kennel where we walked the dogs, beautiful red rat snake. And I was like, oh, cool. I snatch him up. He's super docile. I was like, wow, look at this guy. And I walk in, I just wanted to show the manager, like, look how cool I am. I've caught a snake. And the manager's like, oh, cool. Get a cage ready. We'll throw it in the cage and we'll, you know, sell it for 30 bucks. I'm like, oh, really? Oh, my goodness. I was like, cool. And then, you know, I didn't. Th- That's. But then, like, it sunk in. I was like, that was a free living snake. And I just caged him up and now, you know, turned him into a retail product. And then ever since then, I, is... just, I slowly, you know, I didn't, you know, completely convert or anything overnight. But I'm sure it wasn't your fault. You know, like, you, you were thinking you were doing something cool for the yeah for like the actual establishment so you you didn't think that oh me grabbing the snake up and putting it in a cage is yeah. later on of course you were thinking oh crap like <laughs> i'm kind of taking this free will being and like you had said put it in the cage and just kind of sold it off for like 29.99 exactly yeah <laughs> I, uh, and it it slowly kind of sunk in and ever since then i i just 
kind of like I would look at every animal that ever sat in a cage and you know I would try to give them the best time I could with with the the time I spent cleaning them or feeding them or watering them like I and then I just slowly wanted to find my way out of there just because yeah. uh, you know and it's pet shops are everywhere there isn't anybody who's like protesting pet shops but in my head I just thought I'm sure I shouldn't say that I'm sure there's someone protesting pet shops somewhere but um, I'm sure yeah like some crazy crazed vegans out there probably like this is slavery. <laughs> Let our brothers and sisters go. <laughs> but yeah, back to, to slavery. I don't know if mm, slavery might not be because n- you couldn't even make a dog a slave. You know what I mean? A dog will not do what you want him to do without he, he, he he's bending to his own will. You know, he's doing what he wants to do because he's making you happy. You're giving him treats. You know, he's wagging his but, tail. Well, that- Will that dog hang out with you after you stop feeding him, I guess, is kind of the point somebody brought up to me today, actually. I think, you know, it depends on the, the relationship with the dog, but I think majority of dogs would still, at least every dog I've ever owned, they'd be by my side. And if I wasn't providing them food, they'd probably go out and find their own food and bring me back food, you know. They would... they'd, they'd come back stinking. Yeah. <laughs> they'd they'd they... be like, yeah, I rolled around in some dead stuff. I ate two squirrels. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that's, I think to me that that's what I believe would happen. So on the Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission page, did you know that green iguanas are actually an invasive species? Green iguanas? Yeah. Um, you know, I've always known they were in southern florida but i never got to look up whether they're like indigenous or not no they're an invasive species man and the crazy thing is i'm looking at this thing and the big headline on uh sun sentinel is in south florida iguana spread into suburban scourge and they say (laughs) they say perched in a tree and scrambled down sidewalks green iguanas have become a common or become so common in South Florida that many of them or many many see them not as exotic or exotic invaders but as reptile squirrels yeah (laughs) well it's crazy man that (laughs) I wonder that the that begs the question are they good eating at that point I mean I I don't know actually this up let's see i, I imagine if they're I, I like gator, they're like tough chicken i i have a feeling I, iguanas might be good cooking because people eat gator tail mm-hmm. i just had uh actually some gator tail the other day ah gator tail man that's one thing i miss <laughs> i miss gator tail and you say miss does that mean you uh are you on the vegan diet now or no I'm I'm trying to be 100% plant plant based. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if I'm calling it vegan yet because I I still have cravings and I I what I call relapsed the other week on some <laughs> chicken, you know. So, um, one of the deal breakers because I I tried eating vegan for. I'm looking at iguana recipes right now. Oh, I'm sure they <laughs> there's several. <laughs> And uh, <laughs> man, that's wild. Declaw, skin, gut, 
pretty much like any other reptile. It looks like chicken. Like I'm looking at chicken wings right now. So it's like, is it like a white meat, a dark meat? I imagine it's just like. It looks like a very meat. dark meat. Oh, really? See? Yeah. Because uh, like gator tail, you know, looks pretty, pretty much like chicken. Just like I said, tough chicken. Here, I'll send you a picture and see what you, we'll see what you think about it. It's kind of, <laughs> it's kind of different. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> now, what was I going to say? Let's see. Oh, the deal breaker. The deal breaker when I, because uh, I ate vegan for, you know, two to three weeks. And it was, it was a necessity for me because beforehand, I, I was one of those people who ate maybe like real vegetables, you know, like whole food vegetables. So that kind of forced me into the habit of eating more fruits and vegetables which I needed okay. and that jump started me to a whole path of just eating healthy in general, eating healthier, you know, the, now I don't, you know, I don't eat strictly, you know, plant-based now, you know, whatsoever. Okay. I mean, I, but at the same time, I realized There's nothing wrong that, with that. Don't think I'm going to chop your head off because of the, Oh yeah. I know. Oh my gosh. Like, but then if people do have health problems, and I'll be like, hey, how's your diet? Like, I'm not your doctor, but like, I'm just yeah. saying, like, I feel kind of like a prick when I say it too. Like, I'm like, well, you shouldn't be eating ho hos and wondering why you got diabetes. Well, the biggest but, yeah. thing is people do not drink enough water. You know, people, uh, yeah, I mean, that's all I drink anymore is water. And that was, you know, everybody, because when I lost weight, everybody's like, oh, how'd you lose? How'd you, how'd you, how'd you lose weight? You know, I always just say, I could tell them, you know, specifics about whatever they did, but. I, I can't remember on my own when the last time I've had soda. Yeah, exactly. I can't. Well, the only time I'll have soda these days is like, if it's like a treat and like a mixed drink, you know, and that'll be like once a month of that. But the, uh, yeah. but I just tell people, because usually people ask and are, they're, they themselves are trying to lose weight so i just tell them just drink water just don't drink anything else drink water I mean, it's, it's, if you do one thing if you learn one thing about being healthy is drop the soda drop the sweet tea because a lot of people are like oh i don't drink soda i drink sweet tea i drink sweet tea yeah and i'm just like oh that's that's so funny you, you think that's you know <laughs> that's so funny <laughs> uh, the uh, one big thing that i do i do a lot is um I just kind of show the benefits of being healthy. Like I, I get up quicker. I, I'm up and ready for the day pretty much within five minutes of waking up. I'm not waking up like a slow, oh my gosh, another day. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's not terrible. Mm -hmm. um, and me keeping that diet doesn't make me like a slave to my senses is what I like to call it. Um, and just being healthy and really when it comes down to it, drinking enough water, really. Mm. And um, I, I know this guy who literally actively does not drink enough. Like he says, oh, I only drink um, Mountain Dew, Monster Ener Energy drinks. Not far from it. And just like, like energy drinks and soda. Right. And I'm just like, whoa, <laughs> like. Gosh, dang. Okay, I can't remember when I had some soda. It was when I ate cheese pizza. And that was when I felt like I had, quote unquote, relapsed to becoming vegan. 
you know yeah and i was like it wasn't was the, the cauliflower crust with the uh uh i don't know what are they using for vegan cheese these days diet there's diet cheese out there there's gardena cheese there's nut cheeses there's plenty of <laughs> nut cheeses <laughs> but um yeah going back to nature i i actually do a lot of foraging and people look at me like i am literally insane like they look at me like i'm doing witchcraft like i'm like look dude i'm just looking at plants and i'm just eating those plants <laughs> so okay so that's what reminds me i this i i mentioned this earlier and i wanted to i wanted to ask you so you yeah. you mentioned in the past that you've played Pokemon Go, right? Yeah. So what is that game like? The the just what's the basics of Pokemon Go for someone who's never heard of it? Okay, so you it's pretty much being an actual like Pokemon trainer. So you're going out there, you're being Ash Ketchum. You all you need is a hat and some gloves and a vest and you are literally Ash Ketchum. <laughs> and <laughs> And you see on your screen like a Pikachu or like a Blastoise or I hear Charizard a freaking the one to get. Yeah, I know. People everyone was like bugging about Charizard back in the day and I was like, What are you talking about? I was like, I don't want Charizard, I want a freaking Geodude or a freaking I don't know, like a freaking Sisa or a freaking freaking <laughs> I don't know, like I don't know, man. I mean, it's, like, it's, it's all pretty much foreign to me besides Charizard, Pikachu, and I think there's Jigglypuff or something. Kingsley, freaking Kingsley turns into Gyarados. You know what I'm saying? No, not at all. But Okay, so Kingsley is like the the little wobbly fish, and he's like... Hoo, hoo, hoo. So, you know what I'm talking about? So what I, what I do know about this game is I had uh, a lot of friends that were actually getting outside and getting active and for some reason the beach the beach was like a hot spot you know the local beach. okay there. and um i noticed a lot of people were actually like getting out and about like the, you know people who usually stay home and play their video games were were going to you know the local parks the local um, um you know the beach <laughs> but anyway yeah, stepping on the beach i was just thinking what if everybody who's playing pokemon go that same thrill of the the chase kind of thing yeah took that attitude and applied it towards uh iNaturalist which is the app that uh i love using that thing man so isn't isn't that funny though it's it's a very similar concept you know you're you're actually you're going out and you're finding stuff but what's cool about iNaturalist is you're actually contributing to you know a scientific consensus you're actually like uh documenting species and you, you they are finding out like iguanas are becoming a big pest and invasive probably not through the app so much but you know that there's a the potential to do that with some other species yeah like I've, I've definitely seen that like i'll even come to a point where i won't know what something is but like i'll be like i know this is edible i know this is edible and i'll be like it smells edible it feels edible it has all of the edible traits of what and um, I'll just be like, dang, this is edible. And then I'll look it up on the thing. And it's like, yeah, this is totally edible. Eat it. And I'll be like, oh, thank gosh. <laughs> like, yeah. And uh, I felt that way about this large leaf clover that I was looking at. And I was like, this is clover. You can eat this. And I was like, 
And I was like, it's not wood sorrel, but it's clover. And it was a large leaf clover that I saw. And I was like, I can eat this. I know for 100%, but I want to ID it first. So I was like in a bind because I was like, I don't want to like look this up quick. I was like, I, I'm going to be looking for days. And it's so crazy how responsive and how quick it is. It's really like a natural Pokedex. And and that point is, that, is like... Is that what that's called for Pokemon Go? Yeah, it's it's like a natural Pokedex. It's like, hey, this plant is uh, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, all right, thanks. <laughs> that's really... as. I, Bringing yeah. home the point, I guess that's why you had brought up uh, Pokemon Go. I see, I see what you're saying. So good show. for me, like plants have been so boring. You know, like I don't ever really get into plants. Like, yeah, I love animals, and then uh, you know, I've never been like, oh, what kind of flower is that? Oh, what kind of tree is that? But the first time I used iNaturalist, I, I, I found this. Um, let me see. I'm actually gonna look. I'm gonna look what it was called. It ended up being apparently a pretty rare find. Oh wow! For the area, it, it was in Gainesville. Let's see. Dude, I love Payne's Prairie. That's like one of my favorite places to go. Oh yeah. Honestly. Yeah, yeah. Well, you can have a nine-foot gator pose in a picture right next to you and poke and touch. It. Yeah, man, it's it's good for Insta. Got to get those likes up, you know. Oh yeah. Uh, trillium, but trillium. Trillium. Most muckle adam or the spotted waker robin which i probably didn't uh pronounce any of that right but i'm not the expert here that's why i use iNaturalist snap a photo and it and it came up as a suggestion and what's cool is people can pretty much kind of chime in and say you know if you identified it wrong or the app kind of recommended one that was close but not exact someone will actually chime in who actually is like a botanist and say oh that's not the such and such it's not the let's see what did i think it was at first anyways i i identified it as one type of trillium but not the not the the correct one and someone actually chimed in it's like you know this is most likely what it is and you know two or three other people confirmed that but that was what was really cool about it is um the like the community aspect of it all and you get uh -huh. you got like you can have someone like me who knows absolutely nothing. And then you have like people who they eat, you know, literally eat, you know, breathe and uh, all the above for, for, you know, botany and stuff. Mm -hmm. But it's like, uh, so now my new thing is like back when geocaching first came out, like I was like, that's really cool. It's a scavenger hunt for everybody to get out and do. And then here, let me go through some of the, iNaturalist observations I've made. I have a pretty good, you know, southern blue flag lilies, which are gorgeous. Um, that is Iris Iris Virginica. Yeah, I'm gonna look you up on here. What's your what's your uh, username? If you, I don't know. Keenan three for everybody out there. You know. Keenan three. Let's see. All right. Um, I have plantain. I have cardinal flower. Where'd you find plantain? Have... Plantains grow naturally, like in Florida? Or... No, so plantain, you're thinking the uh, small bananas. Um, yeah, so plantain is a plant that you can eat. It's a herbaceous weed that grows everywhere in kind of um, 
wet areas, marshy areas, or areas that have a good amount of um, moisture. Uh, another one, and I eat it all the time. It's 100% edible. You can eat that. Like, so good. Um, Bush Morning Glory. I have some fleas bane on here because I didn't know that that was a thing. And that's a real thing. Um, fleas bane? Yeah, like, like wolf's bane, but like fleas don't like it. And you won't turn into a flea wolf or a were flea. If you get, <laughs> if you have that stuff. So everybody out there, if you, if you have fleas bane, you won't get bitten by fleas. If you get the fleas bane and then you'll turn into, you won't turn into. Does it actually like actively flea. Uh, repel fleas or are you just kind of playing on words there? <laughs> I'm just playing on words. It's just uh, what I'm doing. <laughs> I actually don't know. I would love to know. Does fleas bane? Repel fleas. Let's see. Well, I do have one critique here. It is very. It difficult. can repel fleas. Wow. Huh. Maybe that's how it got its. Uh... Oh, it's the bane of fleas' existence. Exactly. Ah. So you know, you know, um, snow square square stem, um, Carolina horse nettle, which is gorgeous, um, dollar weed, another edible. Um, desert false or desert false indigo, which is a beautiful conic kind of succession of flowers, and it's purple. Another one that not many, not many people bring up because they see it everywhere and it looks like a crazy, like stingy, ouchy ouch, um, bristle thistle, and it kind of has that pink uh, bud on it. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. It's gorgeous. It's like crazy spiny and then it has like this pink bud that has like a uh a bunch of uh crazy like it looks like somebody with the dread head on this thing. Like it like blue like hairstyle where like everybody has like their dreads hanging up in the hair in the air. Um but yeah, it's a really gorgeous plant. Um marsh pink. Uh, I also have uh, trailing blackberry or rubus, uh, your sinus, which is an amazing, yummy blackberry. You know, just your, the your sinus, your sinus, yeah, your sinus, your sinus. That's how I remember it. So, uh, have you have you gotten good at I like uh, like I have a friend who's actually been on Project Noah for a, for a long time, for years and years. I don't know if you've heard of Project Noah. It's it's pretty much it's like a very similar to iNaturalist. It doesn't, I don't think it actively identifies things that you snap pictures of. And plus there's no Android. Well, they're, they, they discontinued development on the Android app, which is pretty much out the window for me. But the, uh, that's a, I don't know if it's a precursor to iNaturalist, but it's, it's, it's an alternative, you know, network that is. Very it was founded in 2012. Yeah. So it's a precursor or uh it was definitely before iNaturalist, I think. I'll, I'll look it up. Yeah. Do you... Okay, I have one critique in case we get any iNaturalist developers or anybody who has any say in this. How the heck... Oh, iNaturalist was 2008. Whoa, whoa, How do whoa. I search find you on here? I'm trying to find you. Um, Keenan... Yeah, I don't see where it lets you type in usernames. If you find it on your end, let me know because I'll get you at it. Um, there's okay. Go on the map. 
and then you can look up K-E-E-N-A-N three. Ah, that's the last place I was going to look is on the map. Okay, so let's see. Let's see if it works on the map. Search map area. Oh, kind of a, a cool thing. I am currently collecting digital assets for the um for the for marla one of the um managers who is at the crystal river um park she's one of the rangers there and she took me on a two-hour tour of all of the um all of the uh all of the trails and everything. And she showed me everything and it was really cool. She was telling me about how the, uh, like symbiosis works with certain things, how they kind of keep everything running by doing prescribed burns, how they uh, keep certain uh, invasive weeds out. They've pulled certain um, things out, like uh, in the pine forest, they really need a lot of uh, a lot of saw palms to grow around. That's all they, they really need. But all of this other underbrush and everything grows in there. And also, it's not a there's no way that the uh, neighboring uh, native animals can get past that area. So they have to kind of make a way for them, and they do the prescribed burns, and then after that, they actually. Uh, give room for new growth. They give uh, room for the animals in game to get through. Um, one of the invasive species that they have active shooters for. The hog. Yeah, the freaking boars, man. And they were yeah. telling me how much they don't like them, and I was like, I don't like them either. Yeah, so they, they don't have so they don't have any business of being in Florida. Last I I think I heard, right? They're, it's not like they just grew out of. Uh, you know, kind of just out of control is how many, but they're not, we're not supposed to have any species of pig, wild pig here? Um, I don't think uh, there is one. Uh, hold on, let me see. We have a live fact checker. Indigenous wild boars, Florida. Let's see if they are here. No, it's, I'm not seeing anything. Hmm. I just know for a fact that they don't like the boars. I saw a bunch of piglets the other day, and I was like, oh my gosh. It was probably about a couple weeks ago, actually. And I was like, freaking piglets. And they were so gorgeous. I was like, oh, they're so cute. And then I instantly was filled with fear because I was like, oh shit, where is daddy? And like, I was like, oh no. Like, I was so, I was so perturbed. I was like, ah, shit. Oh, man. Okay, so there's, there's another cool thing about iNaturalist. I you can see all of the tags in Crystal River of pe where people found stuff. Oh, yeah, that, that is what's kind of cool. So first time opening it, you can actually look to see someone has found this cool-looking spider. You know, and that's another thing we should mention. It, it's, it's any animal. It's any plant, uh, fungi. Um, and... The 
one of the neatest features is you can kind of bounce around right in front of you and see where people have, you know, maybe have discovered something like within the same park that you're at. One of my favorite um, pelicans, because I always remembered the, I'm seeing a bunch of them on here, um, Pelicanus occidentalis or the brown pelican. It's like one of my favorites. And then Terciops truncatus. I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure somebody's got a Terciops truncatus in here. I don't mean to brag, but... They got to. Now, um... I'll probably have to go back out to kind of like where the bay is and everything. Uh, West Indian Manatee. I should upload some of my mail. No, I'm not my thing. That makes me kind of sad. Huh. <laughs> well, why isn't there anything in here? I do have... Um, like, I go on the seven-mile loop trail all the time, man. I'm telling you. Go out there, are like, you, a good amount of time. Are you cycling or just walking? I'm just walking, man. You're still doing the... Uh, and, uh, or not, not, not necessarily? No, I'll, I'll go out there. I'll go out there sometimes. Oh, crap. <laughs> okay, so if you go out here to seven mile loop trail you just see a bunch of my my tags on there oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like oh hey there's keenan there's keenan there's keenan oh man that's wild i didn't even notice that like i was like oh shit hold on let me find the the is that the cardi b Nah, man, I've been doing that way longer than Cardi B. She got it from you, right? She got it from me, man. That's how I feel. Cardi B. I was a part of Bird Gang. I can actually make real bird noises like a crow or like. Uh, that's, that's legit. It reminds me of uh, the little chicks that, little toy chicks that they give away at Easter. I think my grandma used to get them. Well, actually, I've talked to, I think, a dog bird. Why am I saying that? A cat bird. A cat bird. Like, you know what I'm talking yeah. about? You don't know what a cat bird is? I know. It. I'll show I you a cat it. bird. They're gorgeous. Cat dog is. Cat dog. Cat dog. Oh, um, they're a cute little bird. They're a cute little birdie. The gray catbird is the one that you'll see around here. So we've got plants, mammals, insects, reptiles, fish, mollusk, mollusk, rather, amphibians, fungi, mollusk, birds, and arachnids. Okay. Man, I didn't realize that iNaturalist was such an old... Yeah, I was going to say, I think... 2008. Yeah, it's uh, been around for a while. I wonder if anybody... I didn't even know that. Like, I'm, I'm kind of, like, coming into the game, kind of, like, hitting the ground running, man. It's actually crazy, because I haven't hit the, um, the, the seven-mile the seven loop in a while. It's actually kind of wild, because, like, I was, I was out there, um, and all of a sudden, I just, I hear, zzzz. And I'm just like, oh my goodness. I was <laughs> like, what the heck? And yellow flies are all around oh, me. Yeah. So apparently what happens when that happens is 
they're underground for about a year. They all get their eggs laid all all at the, around the same time around this time, and then they become larvae, and then they're larvae, and then all around around this time, early May, late April, they just emerge and suck blood out of anything that comes out there. Yeah, so they're so pretty, the and they're hungry. Oh, they're hungry. They're hungry. <laughs> And I was out there, I probably got bit 30, 40 times, and I only, like, made, like, probably about 50 steps into the, <laughs> into the actual trail. And I was like, all right, going to turn around. I get the point. I get the point, ladies. All right? <laughs> like, I was like, oh, geez. Because what it is, it's a bunch of pregnant females or um, females who are ready to like eat like they're like i'm i've been in the ground i've been in the ground i need to eat i think that's the case with mosquitoes too i want to say any mosquito that bites you is a female mosquito i I think so maybe um i have no real evidence behind that i could probably look that up right now um but usually it's the ones that are the most aggressive are probably the ones who are like i got a baby in me (laughs) like you know how pregnant women are. It's we, we won't talk about that. Um, <laughs> you had to go there. <laughs> there. A tub of a tub of ice cream, you know, the with anchovies, and they're just like, "Give me more!" And it's like, "Okay, yeah, all right." That's I'm scared. <laughs> um, I see you found some false turkey tail. Is that edible or? I do not think so. Um, so the rule with mushrooms is 90% are poisonous, 10% are edible. It's the opposite. Out of the edible, what percent is hallucinogenic? I think they classify the ones that are hallucinogenic as (laughs) non-edible. Oh, nonsense. There is, uh, I was actually listening to, uh, a podcast today with uh, Michael Pollan, and he's he's mm-hmm. he's pretty well known for you know writing you know a bunch of nutrition or you know food books. Mm-hmm. Uh, he his latest book is actually about um, psychedelics and how uh, you know different case studies on how you know tremendously helpful for PTSD and okay. and it's just eye opening in the in the variety of ways but he you know even he was saying he's still skeptical of it yet he does think that uh the research needs to be done and we should we should allow it you know because right now it's not even uh legally you know something we can research but uh mushrooms included They are listed. Oh, hold on, I'm actually trying to find. So what I what I like. Okay, which is they are actually a part of. Something. Hold on, <laughs> hold on one second. I'm looking up edible mushrooms. Um, 
They, while psychedelic mushrooms are occasionally consumed for recreation or uh, and theogenic purposes, um, which we'll revisit that. That's kind of cool. Um, we can they can produce strong uh, psychological effects and therefore not com um, commonly used as food. So I think the conglomerate of people who think, oh yeah, I probably shouldn't eat this um, because it's like, oh, if I do eat this, I will feel funny and blah, 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 blah. I, I think an edible mushroom, you should be able to eat a handful of it and not have to worry about what you're going to do for the rest of the day. Yeah. <laughs> you know? be like oh yeah okay yeah I, I can i can do this um but yeah i think that's kind of the rule of thumb if, if it's gonna mess with your mind you gotta kind of leave it alone yeah yeah so with but mushrooms just don't eat them unless uh unless you're an expert i remember watching uh uh cody lundine off of um what's there were so many shows. It was a Discovery Channel show, Cody Lundin. It was uh, two, the two guys, and they would go out for like a survivalist expedition kind of deal. Mm -hmm. uh, but that was he was, you know, he knew his shit up and down, and his rule of thumb was just don't bother. He's like, I can, I'm going to eat this, and I'm going to show you what it looks like. Don't try this, you know. Because um. even there's like some that. The characteristics are so freaking close, but the detriments to what yeah, they are are the so freaking horrendous. If you eat like a quarter of a cap, you'll die type stuff. That's why in nature, if I don't know what 100% what it is, I won't eat it. Yeah. Like even with plants, I, even though 90% of plants, except dog fennel, I'm trying to tell people, I'm like, look, it smells nice. You can touch it, but don't eat the dog fennel. It smells really beautiful, but don't eat it. What's the side of um, dog fennel? I think just like diarrhea and mud butt for a couple days. <laughs> yeah. Um, so uh, yeah. I think uh, I'd like to, I'd, I'm on a mission to convert people from, well, you, you know, you can still play Pokemon Go. I think that's great. But I think you should give this app a shot. And they kind of gamified it, too. What I like is uh, when you open it, they have missions. So based on where you are, there's a mission to find, you know, a butterfly that's really well known in that area or a deer or a crane or, you know, the brown and knoll, which are like the, uh, the squirrels of, of uh, our central Florida here. The rats of unusual size. Yeah. The rodents of unusual size. I apologize. I misquoted. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I think I blew into the microphone. Ugh. Yeah. Sorry for your guys' ears. I apologize for that. Um, yeah. I'm going to commit seppuku now. You have a chance to uh, to edit this, I think. And there's even transitions and stuff. I'm sure we cut out like our our awkward pauses and our blowing into the mics and blowing each other in general. <laughs> Like that part, we'll probably cut that out. <laughs> and if not, hey, welcome to our minds. Yeah. <laughs> natural um, nitwits. But, wait, on a, natural on a, nitwits. When we have time to maybe think about think about it more, we can uh, give an introduction episode of how that you know how that came to be or what have you. 
this was kind of to break the ice, you know, get let people in on it, you know, um, kind of see what, what would be an appropriate amount of time to talk about nature because most people bringing nature to an, an interesting light is really,